0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you this great day. I'm so glad you're listening to Christian Radio, as I say often. And I'm so thankful for KBXL 941 and for Beth Schaefer, who runs this station. She is a absolute wonderful woman who has uh, got a heart after God. And I'm telling you something, you guys that listen out there, You've got a great owner of a station and her son, Dave, is likewise a fantastic guy and this whole staff. I just love them to pieces and I love being here and being a part of this great organization, but I love speaking to you, speaking God's word to you. And I'm going to get into God's word. It'll, I'm going to talk about a few things and then I'm going to read some scripture. Well, I've got a two-day thing I'm going to share with you, so we'll, we'll see where it goes, but... Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We give you praise and thanks. We are so grateful for all you do. We're so grateful that we could celebrate Easter and celebrate your resurrection. God, you have touched our lives, and I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. And by the way, yesterday, the 17th, was my wife's uh, 62nd birthday. Yay! And she is retiring from the office at our church as of today. So, Anyway, uh, I love my wife, and I just wish her a happy birthday on the air. I probably should have on Thursday, but I, I'm, I'll do it today. Happy birthday, Denise. I love you with all my heart. You are my everything. Well, let's move on past all that sentiment, right? Okay. Uh, we live in a world today, as you all know, of hurting people. You hurt, I hurt, we all hurt. We have things going on in our lives that cause us to hurt. Whether it's a business transaction or losing your job or having family members just not following God and, and getting hurt by people, we deal with things all the time. You know, I tell you what, when you look at people, let's say you go to your church, what do you see in people's lives? You know, it's wonderful people we look at and we, you know, we see them, but do you probably don't look very deeply about what's going on in their lives. If we look beyond the exterior of people, you may see that they're really hurting and that they're troubled and there's family conflict, there's financial destruction, job issues, health issues, all sorts of things. The fact is people need healing in many ways. I've needed it. You've needed it. We've all needed it. There was a guy that wrote an article one time called, Would Every non Herder Please Stand Up? Guess what? Not many could stand because we live in a world that, in many times, flawed and full of issues. That is that that we just struggle uh, desperately in need in the need of Jesus. And this uh, week ago Sunday, I I we had a sermon. I got to preach and uh, shared about uh, praying for people that need Jesus in your family and friends. I told people to put names on a card, and at the end of the service, we're going to come up and put names in a bucket. And we're going to pray for those buckets. And we're going to pray that God would would bring these people to Christ and that they would come to the harvest, by the way, which is this Saturday and Sunday. And you know what? We had around 1,100 names people put in uh, put in the box to pray for. 1,100 names. I'm praying God gets a hold of these 1,100 people and touches their life in a wonderful and powerful way. I better turn off my phone. You just heard it ding. But anyway, now as we move forward today, we desperately need Jesus, all of us. We must look beyond the exterior of people and realize people need the Lord. I love that old song. People need the Lord. Yes, people need the Lord. You know, and it goes on and on. I love to sing, as you all know. I believe God has blessed our church with incredible caring people. Who want to be there for those who are struggling, and they've certainly been a, a, a positive influence on many people around them. But the greatest way to break free is to bite the pride bullet, allow people to love you, and pray for you. See, so many times we don't want people to know that we've got issues. We are always so concerned about what others think. It's time to be concerned about what God thinks. Remember Jesus' word in Matthew 11, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, And I will give you rest. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. If we could learn to do that, I believe we'd see the power of God unfold like never before. And, folks, I'm telling you, we have to get it together. We have to realize that we need to call upon God. You know, there, we, in, in the book of John, we see all sorts of circumstances. We see people being real. In fact, in the fifth chapter, we see a man that had been in, an invalid for 38 years. It didn't talk about the depth of his disability, but it talked about he just laid by the pool of Bethsaida. And uh, I've been to that pool, in fact, where it was, where they thought it to be and, in Israel, and uh, and made me think of that story and how he wanted to get in the water when the water was stirred, because it was believed that the angel of God would come and stir the water and the one who'd get in there would be healed. But he couldn't do it without help. The question I think we need to look at here is, do people really want to be healed? Do they really want to be healed? I've got a friend I mentioned last week I'm praying for. He's around 55. His name's Darren, and he has a jaw cancer, and it's just not a good situation. And And I just pray, pray that God heals him Pray the power of God would just just take that and heal it. He can do it. He's done miraculous things, and this would be another miracle. And I've seen a number of them, and I'm praying for God's healing. We've got to pray for people's healing. Do we really want to be healed of our physical ailments, of our troubles that we go through? Or do we just want to keep moving, hoping everything will work out? You know, I just, I think in our lives, we've just got to say, look, people, Tell others that you need prayer. Let them know you need prayer. The church should be a place where your friends and family and everybody there is praying for you. The church families are so vital. That's why you need to be involved in a good Bible-believing church family. Let me read you the story of the man healed at Bethsaida. He says, sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem, by the way, fifth chapter of John. They went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which is Aramaic, called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who is there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in the condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured and picked up his mat and walked. That day of which he took place was a Sabbath. Well, of course, the Jewish leaders, oh, you heal on the Sabbath, went through all that. But the thing is, he didn't even get in the pool. Jesus said, Just be healed just to be healed. And you know what? He was the power of God. Jesus had pity on this man. This was one of the few times that Jesus healed someone when he wasn't asked to do so. Jesus encouraged a man to make a decision what he really wanted to do. He asked him, do you want to get well? Maybe he asked him that because the man had been in the pool so long and seemed he could have had a friend or someone get him in the pool. The man didn't know who Jesus was, and he thought the pool had some kind of magical power. Some say, well, that is a weird question because everybody wants to be healed. Folks, that's not necessarily true. If given an opportunity, some may want to stay with their infirmity so they can get sympathy and receive benefits. Yeah, you believe it or not, there's people like that. We live in a weird world where many try to manipulate the system. So Jesus had a valid question. If he was healed, that meant he would probably have to get a valid job to live and he would be a tough road. Who knows? We don't know. We're just, we're just thinking. Dave Reaver, who is a disabled veteran and shared his testimony around the nation over the years, tells a story of a young man when he was in the 1960s who didn't want to be drafted, so he had all his teeth pulled out of, to make himself unfit for the military duty. But when he went to take the physical, he was declared unfit because he had flat feet. <laughs> the first step in gaining something is to want. A couple doctors wrote a book called Happiness is a Choice. In the book, they said the psychiatrists cringe whenever patients use the words, I can't. They that it is just a lame excuse. So they insist their patients say, I won't, instead of I can't. I think most of us know what the Apostle Paul says in Philippians 4.13, one of the Famous passages in the Bible, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When one changes can'ts to won'ts, they stop avoiding the truth and start facing reality. How many times in our lives do we need to say, I need to face reality. I need to do what's right in the sight of God. You know, happiness is certainly a choice for all of us. You know, and and I think that if we could live by that, we would see great things happen. When one changes can'ts to won'ts, you know what? They'll start facing reality. And you and I, we need to face reality. We need to face reality that we have loved ones that need Jesus, and we need to take it serious. I don't think we take it serious. I don't think many people to even pray about their loved ones. They just say, oh well, that's their choice, folks we got to pray about these people that need Jesus. We should be filling our church with people that need Jesus. And uh, get them saved, get them baptized, get them on the right track and help them. They need you. That's why this Harvest Crusade this weekend is so big. It's so big. Just two nights, Saturday and Sunday night at Extra Mile Arena, the old Taco Bell Arena on Boise State campus. It's huge. There's no excuse not to be a part of that. I am so excited. I had one guy I heard in my church that was going to send 80 letters to friends and invite them to this. I mean, that's taken us serious. That's taken serious. Because what we want is we want people to know Jesus and great glory. By the way, great glory. I'll be interviewing him later this week. I believe it's going to be at five in the afternoon sometime. I'll let you know for sure. But I want you to listen to that interview. As, yeah, I think you'll be coming into the studio. So I'm kind of excited about that. But you know what? His gift is helping people find Jesus. And he does it in such a great way that doesn't turn them off, but they see the power of God and they respond to it. And we need to respond to the power of God. Well, I've got to move on to a second part of this, and I'll do that tomorrow. So I pray that you'll listen, and I pray that you have a wonderful day and keep praying. God loves you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.